This happened relatively recently and I decided to share it now because it's been nagging at me in the back of my mind for the past few days. It wasn't terrifying but it was definitely freaky enough to send a shiver down my spine. My older sister, we'll call her Stacy, lives in Missouri and the rest of my immediate family lives in Illinois so we didn't get to see her often but sometimes she would visit. One of these times was back in November. Stacy, my mother and I decided to go to the mall because my birthday was coming up and they wanted an idea of what to get me. We had just came out of some jewelry store where I picked up a ring and this skinny, sick looking man blocked our path down the hallway. The guy had a really creepy smile on his face and I was super uncomfortable. He turned to my mom, I like your hair miss. My mom's hair is beautiful. It's got very pretty tight curls and slightly gray in the front, but isn't anything out of the ordinary. This was odd to me and I just had a horrible feeling in my stomach. This guy had to be more than 25 years older than my mom was, which was her late 40s. It was just weird to me. My sister didn't seem to have the same feeling I did because she turned to me and tried to suppress her laughter. Thank you, my mom smiled like the polite woman she is and the man continued, it's pretty. He reached out to actually touch her hair. We are complete strangers, mind you. My mom backed up uncomfortably and thanked him again before pushing past him quickly. Stacy was still amused by the situation and we just kept walking. That's when the man called out to us, Miss. My mom ignored him and we started walking a little faster. Stacy tugged my arm and had me stand behind my mother alongside her just to make her feel more comfortable. We assumed everything was fine, but when I looked back, that guy was walking a few paces behind us, not smiling anymore. It freaked me the hell out. I was extremely afraid, and I was shocked how calm both my sister and mother were being. We eventually looked down a mini hallway where there was a closed community bathroom, and we all entered it, shutting the door behind us. I thought this was a horrible idea, I thought he would follow us inside. After a few minutes, however, it was obvious that the man wasn't going to come inside the restroom. I peeked outside and cracked the door, and he was standing across from the bathroom door, looking off into the distance, leaning against the railing. He was waiting for us. I felt like we had trapped ourselves. I closed the door again. Mom, this guy's waiting for us. My sister looked very worried and suggested calling her dad just as another woman walked into the restroom. Hey, my mom caught the woman's attention. I'm sorry ma'am, could we ask you a favor? It took a few seconds of confusion before the woman nodded her head. Did you happen to see this African American man out there with a blue hat? Mom asked, continuing when the woman nodded again. He's been following us. Is there any way you can find an officer to help us out? The woman's eyes were wide and she replied, Yeah, of course, before briskly leaving the bathroom. In a matter of minutes, my father had been called and briefed about the situation and the lady re-entered the room. I got a cop out there and the guy is gone. Are you guys okay? My sister started to explain the situation to this woman. My mom was still on the phone. And the lady understood how shook up we were and asked if we would like her to escort us out. My mother shook her head and my sister politely declined. I stayed quiet. I still wanted to be protected, but I was younger than both of them and trusted their judgment. All right, stay safe. The woman nodded and entered the stall, since we had kept her from using the restroom the first time she came in. 
We left the bathroom after thanking her and decided that that was enough mall for the day. We went home and recounted the story of my brother and father, who up until then had only heard bits and pieces. I was just glad we got home safe, but I still psych myself out sometimes about it. What would have happened if we hadn't gone into the bathroom? What if the woman wasn't there to help us? What if it had only been my mother? It may have played out very, very differently. I'm 19. I was in a mall in France with my friend in the afternoon, around 4 p.m. After a few hours in the mall, we decided to go home. For that, we had to take the subway. The subway station was underneath the mall, so we took the escalators down to go to the station. She was behind me at my right, on the escalators. I suddenly felt someone staring at me and being really close to me. I naturally thought it was my friend, but it wasn't. I turned my head and saw my friends looking at the man who was standing behind me. I first thought he wanted to overtake me and go faster up the escalator, so I moved to let him pass. At this point, I'm on the right of the escalators and my friends are just behind me and the man is in front of me at my left. But weirdly, he wasn't watching in front of him. He was turned around to stare at me. At this point, I understood that he didn't want to go faster, but just being close to me for some reason that I didn't want to know. My friends and I were a little bit confused. We were talking to make things a little less awkward. As we walked off the escalators to take the stairs that finally lead to the station, the man was still in front of us and suddenly stopped walking. He turned around, stopped me, asked me where the mall was, which made no sense as we were just in it. I politely told him that we were still in the mall. Then he started to talk faster as he saw we wanted to go to the station. He was next to me and asked me if I wanted to become his mistress. He seemed thrilled and tried to convince me by saying he would buy me a lot of clothes and that I would become his doll. At this point, I knew I better run away with my friend. We started to run, took the stairs as fast as we could and entered the station. We stopped to check if he was following us Fortunately, he wasn't. A few weeks later, I was on a train with another friend. We were talking about the mall, saying that we should go together someday. As we were talking about the mall, I told her what happened to me the last time I went. She seemed confused and asked me to describe the man. So I described him as a white, chubby, short man, mid-fifties with gray short hair. She looked at me even more confused. She then told me that the last time she was at the mall with a friend of hers, a man who looked exactly like my description came up to them. He asked them for the directions of the mall. After they answered him, they went to a McDonald's that was in the mall. They were ordering from the machine and noticed the man was standing behind them. My friend turned around and asked him why he followed them. He then started to say some incoherent things and finally asked them for their numbers, saying to them how attractive they were. They both told him to leave, but he didn't. He finally left due to the amount of people that were entering the place. I haven't been back to the mall since because of lack of time and the quarantine, so I don't know if he's still currently hanging out there. The next time I go there, I will check if he's there or not. If he is, then I'll make an update. I know that those things kind of happen a lot, but I felt insecure that day and wondered what would have happened if less people were around us.
So I just found this subreddit and it reminded me of a time where I was like probably 18. That being said, I was no longer in the safe minor squad. I was a legal adult in the eyes of the law. This is often a stressful time for a woman as accusations of sexual assault aren't taken as seriously, unfortunately, but I digress. I was sitting at the mall eating lunch, waiting for my boyfriend at the time to show up. I was alone, which was normal, so I wasn't really phased. What wasn't normal is when I looked up and saw a group of like five or six guys approaching me and sitting down with me at my table and the tables next to me at all angles without asking. They were constantly looking around, acting real sketchy, and were badgering me to talk to them, so I felt really awkward. They keep trying to talk to me and were giving me creepy compliments, asking for my number, the usual. So of course, despite having my phone directly in my hand, I was like, sorry, I don't have a phone, hoping they would get the hint. When they told me that they were in their early 20s and late teens, they asked me how old I was. I said I was 16. And they're like, that's okay with me. And naturally by then, I was extremely concerned. Luckily, shortly after, the cops and the mall cops showed up and I immediately made it clear that I was uncomfortable and not involved with them. Apparently, they were stealing and causing trouble all over the mall. Thankfully, they were removed and my boyfriend ended up showing up shortly after. Everything turned out okay and I don't think they were actually going to try to hurt me with a bunch of people around, but you never know. It was definitely a freaky encounter, for sure. Don't know whatever happened to them after that. Keep in mind throughout the story, there's this mall that is basically a big circle with a food court in the middle where you can walk across to get to the other side of said circle. I live about an hour and a half away from that mall. When I was 16, I had asked my dad to drop me off at the mall along with my siblings, 8 and 14, while he worked. He agreed and dropped us off at the north entrance. As we walked in, we saw this man that seemed like he wasn't really there mentally, but we ignored him. We walked around the mall for a while, but we kept seeing this man pass us. Sometimes he would be either in front of us or behind us, usually in the distance. I decided to shrug it off because, like I said before, he didn't seem all there. About an hour later, we went to the food court and got some food. He appeared in the line behind us, and that's when I started to get really weirded out. I told my younger siblings to stay close, and so they did. We finally got our food and chose a spot to sit. As we were eating our food, I see this man pacing back and forth near our table So I packed up our food and told my siblings that we needed to go. We stand up and he started to head towards us. That's when this little old lady at the table next to us tells us to come over and join her. We agreed. I told her about the weird man and she said she noticed him eyeballing us and didn't want us to get hurt. It's been a little over a year and a half since this incident, but I still think about the old lady. She saved our lives and I'm forever thankful. There's this absolutely huge mall in the suburbs, which is a popular hangout spot for teens. A girl who is a friend of my acquaintance was dropped off at the mall by her parents to meet up with a friend. They were going to go hang out at the shops and go browsing. 
The parents were to pick them up in a few hours in a designated spot. So the friend of the girl went to the spot where they had agreed to meet up for their weekend afternoon. But the girl was nowhere to be found. The mall was relatively quiet that day because of the pandemic. She started walking around but didn't see anything. She finally reached the bottom of the escalator and heard some strange sounds. She took the escalator that was out of order. She was on the second floor and heard loud footsteps. A man had his hand over a girl's mouth. She was struggling and fighting back as he was attempting to carry her away without anyone seeing. There was this woman with him looking around. She spotted the friend and yelled, Drop her, let's go. They let the girl go. She was disheveled and some of her clothes were torn and she was in shock. The police were called. They found that the two had been part of a human trafficking scheme that had kidnapped or attempted to kidnap young women before. So I work in a store in a mall in a fairly nice area. I work right by the main doorway, which people come in and out of all day, and people hang out in the vestibule waiting for the bus to come. I usually work alone at night, lock up, leave through the same area, walk to my car and go home. Two days ago, I end up working a morning shift and get to leave at 4pm while it's still light out. Mind you, I'm a 22-year-old, slim, blonde girl, and I usually get mistaken for 13. This day, I was wearing a pink sweatshirt and pink leggings with my hair in a ponytail, so I guess I could appear as young, otherwise, normal day, whatever. I'm walking towards the vestibule, and when I push open the first set of doors, I always check if there's someone behind me to see if I should hold the door open for them because I don't want to seem rude. So, I see an Asian guy, tan jacket, khakis, casually walking a good distance behind me, and I don't want him to try and hurry up, so I hold the door open with my foot for him to walk through while I check my phone. He walks through the door, grabs my arm and says, Come with me, I know what you stole. He's grabbing my arm pretty hard and he's pulling me. Mind you, there are two women in the opposite side of the vestibule and a guy standing maybe three feet away from me and I'm here making direct eye contact with this guy with a please help me kind of look. The Asian guy continues saying, Come with me! and is part way through the door to the outside. I'm keeping resistance, trying to keep my arm close to my body and pull back. I think I mumbled something like, uh, I, I don't want to. I was so confused and couldn't even comprehend what was happening. I thought for a second, is he joking? Does he think I'm someone he knows and is messing with? Is he mentally ill? and I pull back enough that he lets go, and he casually walks out the door into his car and drives off. Me and the dude that was standing there the whole time are just jaw-dropped, looking at each other, just saying, What the fuck was that? Back and forth. He thought the same things pretty much, and he ended up walking me to my car, telling me that I need to report it. I gave him a big hug, thanked him, and got into my car. 
I called my mom, then security, then talked to security and the police, spoke to a detective, the whole nine. Apparently, this isn't the first time that a tall Asian guy was acting weird. A guy, probably the same one, apparently harasses juvenile girls at the mall frequently and isn't supposed to be at the mall. Security showed me pictures of an Asian guy that they suspect is him and also caught the whole thing on camera. He apparently walked in only 15 minutes before this happened, and I'm still kind of in shock. Also, I'm putting in my two weeks notice on Monday. I have both loved and have been creeped the hell out while reading the stories. I have a couple stories that I would like to share. But first, let me say that my mama was a mama bear and probably a bit overprotective. But as we were entering the era of Adam Walsh, who could blame her? She kept a close eye on me and my sister, and she was so protective that I found myself shrinking whenever there was a moment that I should have used my voice. My mama was my voice. This will come into play later. This particular Sunday, I was about eight years old. Come to think of it, this was before Adam Walsh, around 1978. We drove to Shreveport to pick up my nanny and take her to lunch. We only lived an hour away and usually did this once a month. Our routine included lunch at Piccadilly in the mall and then shopping or looking around. My favorite store was Hallmark, not for the cards ironically, but I loved to look at the trinkets, journals, and ornaments. My mom knew this and so allowed me and my sister to go in. She and my nanny would sit on the bench right outside the store where she could look in at us through the glass. I had just walked in and was admiring the ornaments halfway back in the store when I heard, Excuse me, behind me. I turned to see a boy, maybe 10 to 12 years old, standing behind me. Hi, may I ask you a question? He asked. I remember even at my young age that the boy was very well spoken, almost like a salesman. His accent was not from the south. It sounded midwestern or possibly northern. The boy in general would not have been strange, except when I looked at his face. He had a black eye, lacerations on his cheek, and covered with a band-aid. This boy had been beat up severely. He must have seen my shock expression as he immediately said, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry about my face. I was in an accident. He then quickly goes on to ask if I could help him find a card for someone's birthday for him, or something to that effect. I remember turning around and looking outside at the bench toward my mama. She was in a conversation with my nanny, and my sister had already left Hallmark and was sitting beside nanny. I willed my mom to make eye contact with me and come be my voice. Nope. She was focused on her conversation with Nanny. I turned back around and meekly said, I don't, um, no, I don't know. 
He must have noticed the look and direction of my mom and my hesitation. As he said, It's okay, you're safe. My mom is right back there. He points to a woman with her back towards us, looking at cards and pacing a bit. The cards that I'm looking at are right back there with her. So come on, it's okay, come on. In retrospect, I can hear the desperation in his voice. I took two steps toward him, and when I did, I noticed that the woman was standing next to a door. I had that gut fear about almost everything back then, but this moment, my stomach was in my mouth. I remember wondering where that door led. Every one of my hair stood on end, and he would take a step back and say, Come on, it's okay. It's okay, really. Almost like I was a puppy that he was trying to wrangle. I was only eight years old, but there was more than desperation in his voice now. There was fear. Something wasn't right. We were about eight steps from this mom, and I immediately turned toward the mall exit and threw out a very frightened, I've got a check with my mom. And I remember the with my mom part because I was already out into the mall and headed towards her arms. I was in her lap in 10 seconds. She asked if I was okay, and I just said, Yeah, that boy was trying to talk to me. We both turned to look, and the boy was looking out through the glass at us. And as soon as he noticed my mom looking, he pretended to look at the cards. My mom just said, Okay, you're okay, and turned back to my nanny in conversation. It was true, I was okay then, and I think she just thought that I was being shy and scared, which was usually the case. I saw the boy go back and talk to the woman, or his mom, and she did not look happy. I could just see fear coming off of him. She sent him back into the store and turned back towards the cards, still standing near the door. In my adult brain, I realized that she was off, just like the boy. She was pretending to look at the cards. She would occasionally glance back at the boy, and I saw him go up to a couple more people and talk. I can't remember if these people were kids or not. This could have simply been a situation where she was trying to get her son to open up and approach others in conversation, but... Everything in my gut tells me that she was using that boy as bait to abduct other kids. And had I gone back there with him, they would have tried to usher me out through that door into a waiting car. And then maybe I would have been the bait in the future. I never told my mom about the entire incident. I knew her. She would have said, Honey, you should have said this to me. Or... You should have come and gotten me. I was already ashamed that I would chicken out in moments like that. I wonder often what happened to that boy. I can still see his face, dark eyes, olive skin, and dark hair, clothes slightly disheveled. But I remember looking on the news to see if there were any abductions. But I also remember his accent. He was not from our Texas, Louisiana area. He could have been taken from anywhere, and there were no Amber Alerts back then. So, little beat-up boy in Hallmark, I remember you. 
and I wish I would have used my voice to possibly save you. I'm sorry, I was too scared, but I hope that you are safe.